Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 165 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? Good. Tom's sick, everybody. I am. I, I do have a cold. I have a cold. Although my wife told me today that when I woke up that my voice was very deep and she said it sounded, you know, sounded really nice. So, uh, oh, you're going to, you're going to say what she really said, but then- oh yeah, I was going to say what she really said. Yeah. <laughs> you knew, you know, right? <laughs> you know what she really said. Get out of the room. Uh, boy oh boy oh boy yeah so uh, but yeah my voice is a little deeper this morning but uh it's it's kind of leveled out a little bit but uh <laughs> but yeah luckily i just i just have a cold you know something something going around so uh it's it's been um it's been a challenge but <laughs> but it's all good i'm i'm here i'm 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 uh i'm, I'm here to talk to everybody about disney stuff and uh so yeah so yeah i mean i guess there's is there's a lot to talk about in terms of DVC this week. Normally, it's like the other way around, right? You think so? I mean, I think that pricing is, is a big thing, right? I think everyone's yeah, yeah. going to want to talk about that, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it will be interesting. And, yeah, and, leading, and leading into that, right? Like, since we're going to be talking about DVC. Oh, wow. This, you, you're really cutting the small talk part uh, of our show I'm just, really short here. Yeah, I, I'm actually <laughs> trying, trying to segue I'm, you. I, I'm trying to wash my dog, like so. I'm trying to like speed this up a little bit. You know, how I, do. <laughs> I have important well, things to do today. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so we do have a guest this week. We have uh, uh, Jody from uh, DVC Resale Market uh, joining us, and we've never had you on the show before, Jody. So we would love if you could introduce yourself and give us a little bit of your background and and uh, you know uh, your, your your experience with DVC Resale Market, what you do there, all that kind of fun stuff. Hi, sure, and thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on for the first time. Um, I, like the rest of the folks at DVC Resale Market, started working with Disney Direct as a guide. And um, when Nick opened DVC Resale Market, I was the first, I guess, employee uh, to go over and start working on the resale side. And that was over seven years ago. So it's been it's been really fun and it's great to help people, uh, you know, save a lot more money doing it the resale way. A lot of stuff I didn't know when I worked direct at Disney about how resale works um, was quite an eye opener. And yeah, so just been doing that. And it's been it's been fun. That's great. So you so you worked you worked at DVC, though, right before. So before this, uh, how long did you work at DVC? I worked at DVC for five years as a sales guide. And then, like I said, I left and um, went to resale. Yeah. So, do, yeah. do the DVC guides ever get to go to the free ice cream bar, or is that you know? Not <laughs> no, we we did. Um, you know, after the novelty does wear off after a while, but um, <laughs> every now and then you get a, a sweet tooth craving and you, you run down and get some ice cream. So yes, we we did take advantage of that from time to time. That's good. That's yeah. Good. It, and I also I also need to know is is Derek uh, the same uh, as uh, in real life as he is uh, uh, on podcasts because uh, you know and online because I need to know because we haven't we haven't actually gotten <laughs> to meet Derek in person yet we just you know have done many shows with him and we're hoping he shows up to our meetup but uh, you know we we love Derek but I, I just I'm just curious yeah <laughs> I mean we, like we, being we don't a want big... Derek to show up though right because no? that would mean his son w- wouldn't have gotten into. Uh, state oh, yeah, for right. rowing, Tom. Yeah. Don't, don't don't say that, Tom. Oh, Derek, we cool. want your son to do well. We don't want to see you. 
<laughs> yes, he's a big, giant, lovable goofball for sure in person, probably you know, just as he is on on the podcast. So, all right, what you see is what you get. He's a fun, nice guy, great guy. All right, good. Well, that's good to know. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Jody. We really appreciate it, and uh, this is going to be a. Uh, an interesting episode, and especially since Damon was just talking about this, right? Like, there's there's some DVC uh, news out there, so we'll 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 appreciate your expertise on this when we get to it. So, sure, sure, yeah. So, uh, so first listener question, Trevor, did you want to say something? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, I was going to say, yeah. Why, why don't we uh, um, get into the listener questions here, and then we can. Uh, um, I, I think all of us want to get to the DVC talk. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> sooner yeah. than later, yeah. Um, uh, I'll take I'll take the first one ahead. here. So uh, Jason says, uh, does anyone else look at their points every year like a portfolio, like give a true evaluation? Do you have enough? Do you really have the right home resort? Are you getting a quality return? I know it's a timeshare, but for most of us, it's actually an appreciating asset. Oh, you can't really look at it like mm. that. It is, you know, it's really not an appreciating asset at the end of the day, right? It's not. It's not crypto. It's not a stock. I mean, I don't look at it like that at all. I just go, oh, I got somewhere free to stay. But yeah, <laughs> I don't consider it an asset per se. I mean, if I had like half a million in it, maybe like I'd be a little bit more concerned. But I guess the way that I look at it is, or I, I will look at um, like cash room rates. And it's just purely a, but, oh, yeah, I'm glad I'm not paying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I do that too. I could understand that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's what I did for my trip in October, right? Like we, you know, we booked the the two bedroom in Animal Kingdom and I, I was like, I wonder how much this would cost if I would have had to pay cash for 10 nights here. And, you know, the answer being $17,000, I was like, okay, well, this feels like a pretty, uh, well, that's what I, I mean, that's what I always do. I say, okay, so this one trip paid like was more than what I paid. So like one year, like, how does that even happen? Right? Like, that's the yeah. crazy thing about it is when you go and book something and you're like, Wow, like all right, so I got I'm using my Saratoga points wherever, it doesn't matter, right? Like your Riviera points doesn't matter where I'm using them, but it costs more than my contract. Hmm. I think that's a win. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. that's as far as I go down that rabbit hole. I don't even remember what I paid for my Saratoga points, nor am I like even interested. Like I don't care enough. It just doesn't matter because that appreciation I mean, not enough. Like not enough that it matters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I, I know there are some people out there that have like spreadsheets and like you know, cost analysis and breakdowns and thirty years out. You know what I mean? But that's just not not how. Isn't I that like what Chad's podcast is about? Like, doesn't I, he have like one of those? Like, he does a lot of that stuff, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I think he's more of the numbers, the numbers kind of guy, right? Like that digs into those numbers. But I, like, I don't I, know. I, I just I wonder how much like so, even if it's an appreciating asset and you're not going to sell it, like then aren't you kind of just wasting your time by running the numbers? If you're not going to sell it? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just one of those things that makes you feel better, right? So, J- Jody, were you going to say something? Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was I was going to say um, I'm not one of the analytical number type. Uh, I'm on the same page as you all, but I have several clients that will sit there and kind of rattle off their uh, analysis. and 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 one was so elaborate. This was about a week or two ago that I said, okay, you need to stop. <laughs> I mean, I, he lost, he lost me five minutes prior. And I'm like, this don't buy anymore. If, if this is like, he wanted to know the last 10 years of, uh, 
the cost differential between um, resale and direct. And I mean, it was just getting so in the weeds. And I said, you know what? Um, If you want to look all that up, that's fine. I don't have that information for you, but we do get a lot of analytical folks for sure. Yeah. I think that because it's one of those weird things where you're not physically holding on to something, people get very concerned about what that means. Right. You go out and buy a car. It's different, right? You have the car, but with DVC, there's nothing real physical, right? And True. it's not like it's a stock. So I, I think they run the numbers sometimes to talk themselves into it. I feel like there's a lot of that that probably goes on or make them feel, make themselves feel better about their investment or something, you know, like it's, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause I know, you know, like I know I pop onto Zillow sometimes and I'm like, Oh, look what my house is worth now. Like, Oh, I do that almost Zillow. every day. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially lately. Yeah. Especially yeah. lately. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and I feel like it's similar for some people with DVC, but, right? Because they'll go on but, like. Tom, here's the thing, though. Be like, hey, Aren't you going to sell your house at some point? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, so there's a difference, right? Like, I'm never selling DVC. I just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I just yeah. let the contract run out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Why, why, why do I care? Or Damon run out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was going to my kids, so really, it will always yeah, be the to- contract run out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what but is I, Riviera? What's Riviera anyway? What year? Yeah. Well, it opened, what, two years ago? I mean, maybe Jody knows this. It's, I think it's 2068, isn't it? No? Well, that, that's not... Yeah. No, great. sorry. What am I saying? No. Um, it's got to be 70. Um, maybe? I should year? know. I used to have these all memorized, and then there's... Sorry, as you get older, I don't know if you guys can relate. Yeah, me there's, yeah, there's only so much that I can keep upstairs, you know, in the brain, but, uh, I mean, I won't be going there at the end of that contract. Let's put it that way. Whether I'm, unless somebody's pushing my ashes around that, you know, it's <laughs> a long that's time a, from now. That's quite a, uh, vision there. <laughs> Spread, spreading them around the hundred. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. 2070 is, is, is Riviera, 2070. Yeah. So. I was going to double check that. Yeah. 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 That, that's a long, long, really long away. time. Yeah. The eight, yeah, forty nine. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a while, man. That's a while. Maybe maybe your consciousness will be uploaded into a, a robot and you'll be able to walk around Westworld style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would yeah, be good. Go. <laughs> that would be good. Very futuristic. But no, at least I know some people do that, and that's cool. Like if you want to do that, like I, you know, I'm not going to say that anyone's wrong for doing that. No, definitely not. But it's it's funny. Like when when I bought, I just bought right, and and things can definitely change in, in people's lives where they have to sell. But I think that if if you're going down that path, you're probably not running the numbers all the time either, right? That's more of a uh oh, right? Like I got to sell sort of thing rather than a you know, can I use this as an asset? I mean, I, I don't know. I just I didn't look at it that way. I just kind of bought and moved on. And that was it. Yeah. And I guess, you, you know, I, I get Jason's point about saying, you know, it, it's an appreciating asset. And and that's purely because of the fact that, you know, room rates are always going up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, so, yeah, for, from that point of view, you, you could sit there and analyze those numbers. But really, the, the truth of the matter is, is it doesn't matter what time you bought into it. It's that from that time going forward, you're you're always going to be better off, you know, whether that's you know, if you sell your contract, it'll you know probably be worth a little bit more. Or if you, you know, use it, you know, like we've been talking about, you know, all of us have used our points. And at this, at this point, like you say yourself, Damon, that it's like a zero cost to you. Like, yeah. I, I think people overestimate how 
useful that is. <laughs> but well, yeah. yeah, especially like if you're like Tom and you're looking at a room that's 18 grand. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to pay that. So I can't even imagine paying that. Like that's just like I can't even well, imagine so, paying that. Much. So so this is this is taking me down a, a different path here, right? As we kind of talk about just vacations in general. That is a lot of money, but I'm looking at trying to do something I told you for my son and I've been trying to look at places and I think it ends up being difficult because you kind of forget like what an all-inclusive cost. Like I was looking at the Greenbrier. I was looking at um, oh, yeah. a couple of places in Virginia as well. And you see like $600 to $900 a night. And you're like, oof, that's tough. When in reality, you're probably doing the same thing at Disney. You just don't see it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, looking at the, I mean, well, the room that's 17,000 is like 1500 a night is, you know, that's, that one's a little pricey, yeah. but, but you're right. When you include like food and you, you know, the ticket, but even if you that. come down to a $900 room, right. It, yeah. it it almost kind of makes it difficult to go on other vacations sometimes because you're like, oh, that's what stuff costs. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of money, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, the, you just reminded me of uh, the and and I, you know, I I don't want to necessarily vouch for this yet, but uh, a, a listener had sent us. He wrote a uh, an ebook about DVC about and like analyzing data and stuff like that. And I mm-hmm. definitely want to check it out. Um, I haven't read it yet, but he's been analyzing availability data for the past four years. So. Yeah, and I just think that that's definitely more of what I'd be interested in. Yeah, right? that, than that, that's a that's a different conversation, I think for sure. And yeah, same thing as I'm I I, I saw that as well, Tom, and I'm I'm curious to, to see what uh, what he has to say as well. Yeah, I actually uh, I'll promote him in here, but I mean, listen, we have, we haven't read through this, so I'm not gonna like you know. And, and Jimmy seems cool and all, but uh, I, I haven't read it yet. But DVC Field Guide is, is Jimmy's website, and he had uh, just put out an ebook. So, so check that out. You know, I'll, I'll promote him. He reached out to us, so why not? But uh, we we haven't read it yet. Um, but uh, I, I know I want to check it out. And it's kind of I, I do like the analytical piece like that, Damon. Like you're talking about, like yeah. that'll be interesting to me to read that. And the fact that he's done that work is great because I don't want to do that work. So no, <laughs> and, and, you know I, I'm a big data science guy, and and my son's actually going to be going to school for data scientist. So I enjoy that part of it. So that that will definitely be interesting. All right, let's well, see. So we, we'll have to get Jimmy on to talk about his ebook. I think that's probably a good idea. All yeah, right, we'll so get Katie, Jimmy on. Katie's next. What's your favorite season? I, I don't and she meant not like soccer season or robotic season. Okay, fine, but season like at Disney or just in life and like I think where I, I currently live life. or where I, I could visit. Yeah. Like it's very open ended. I mean like I like winter, right? But we don't have winter. So I mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we we don't have winter. I like to visit winter as a favorite season, but you, you don't know. want to live in winter. I don't want to be. Yeah, you, Trevor. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to. No, live in yeah, no. I I don't want to be me some days either. I have to shuffle my driveway <laughs> three times this weekend. Yeah, I want to go visit winter. That's about it. Yeah. So meaning going skiing or like you know, I don't go skiing, yeah. but just I like snow. I don't know why I feel I felt like you were a skier, Damon. I don't I don't, I don't know why. No, that's I, like an a, like my ACLs are way too important to me. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I'm a big winter fan too, but I actually like I like snow and I like the cold and I, I like I like all that. So you know, I'm I'm all about winter though. I, I summers you know, and Damon, you know this. Like summer here is brutal, and and Jody, I'm assuming you're in Florida, and yes. summer in Florida is even more brutal. So totally brutal. Can't stand it. I feel like summer sometimes here might even be worse. I don't know why. Florida? Yeah, I don't know why, but it feels worse, though. It feels worse worse sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's worse. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is rough. 
Go ahead. It, yeah. It's funny, actually. Jo- Jody and I were talking about this before the podcast. That um, so, I summer is definitely my favorite, be- and, but that's because summer here is like winter in Florida, and and like Jody was saying, you know, it almost makes sense for her to come like somewhere like here in in the summer, so she can not deal with the brutal summer. And <laughs> yeah, right, right. Reverse snowbird is what I exactly. Call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So instead of instead of traveling from the north to the south during the winter time, you would travel to the north from the south in the winter in the summer. In the summer. In the summer. Yep. Yeah. You got it. That's my. It plan. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Some people love it. I I, I I for the and especially you know the people that are at the parks in that heat in the hundred percent humidity waiting Brutal. in line. I would be the most miserable human being alive, but. But other people love it. So, you know, great for them. Um, you won't see me there in the summer, for sure. It is it is hard to go. And and, and we used to, my, my wife was a teacher. And when she was a teacher, we would go to Disney when teachers were off, which was the summertime. And it is, yes. it is tough to go to Disney in July. It is just, it's hard. It's, it's very hot. Yes. I mean, even in like. I, I mean, like even, it though. You like it, Damon? Yeah, I used to go in August all the time because no one ever goes. That's why it's the best. Yeah. But the you can deal the with better. the heat? Yeah. I don't love it, but the hotter just, the better. It means like you just heat. move between AC units. That's all. Yeah. You just I, sweat. I, <laughs> I mean, you just sweat. Yes, you do sweat a lot. You're just yeah. wet the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting question from Katie. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so Dan K says with the VGF pricing, Villas at Grand Floridian pricing at two hundred and seven. Isn't this uh, just part of the DVC news discussion? I yeah. Feel do like. you want to put this at yeah? Like, just table that. Yeah. yeah let, let's come back to this. <laughs> yeah. Let's put this as the last question that goes into the into the the DVC news. Okay. Let's let's do that. Tom's making outline changes as we speak. Everybody. Well, I you know as I mentioned, I am very sick and I was extraordinarily tired last night when I wrote this. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, just letting you know. Uh, but anyway, so Dan H, what's a spot in each park where you can stop for a few minutes and take a break from a busy day? Oh man, it's a good. I like oh, this question actually. No, I don't, I don't like this question at all. You don't? Then, oh, because you don't yeah. want to give up your spots. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. That's fair. <laughs> Those are my secret spots. Trevor's Leave them alone. Yeah, so, leading the fifth. There's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about like out of the way place. Like there's a spot on Tom Sawyer Island where there's just a couple of rocking chairs and it overlooks like the river and and overlooks Big mm-hmm. Thunder. Like, don't you feel like when you're doing work. that though, you're just wasting your money? You just so when you're see day when you and my mom would get along really well like this because my mom was like, we need to go to this, we need to go to this, we need to go to this. Like you need to get every like, your money. Worth. I, well, yeah. at least I need to be eating when I'm stopping. Well, you can yeah, you can eat yeah, you can because sit there if and eat. not, it's just a waste of money. I'm not taking food over to Tom Sawyer's Island. No, no, I'm not going to Tom Sawyer's Island in general anyway, so it doesn't matter. But like McCool's, like I stay in there as a break because I feel like I'm drinking, right, air quote, free soda. So that's okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think the best place to stop for a few minutes to take a break on a busy day is probably the DVC lounge if you you have access to it, right? So, Yeah, and that doesn't seem like I'm wasting money because it's the DVC lounge. I don't know why that's different, but it just doesn't. Well, because you're getting snacks. Well, I mean, if you're t- not Tom, you're getting snacks. Yeah, because they never get snacks every time I'm there. It's just for whatever reason. They, well, the last time I was there, though, they had snacks. So I did catch snacks last time. So well, That's good. I, you got to get your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. Jody, do you have a good place that you, you'd stop and, uh, and, and hang and, I mean, or, you know, I do. cool off a little? 
Yeah, well, not necessarily cool off, but again, I don't go when it's that hot. Um, there's a place over in Epcot in the France Pavilion. It's like off to the side behind the shops. There's just like a little pretty courtyard area. And I've gone there several times. And, you know, when the kids want to go from ride to ride and I'm, I'm done, I'll just grab a drink, go sit there. You know, the, the orange drink over there in France, the yummy one, sit down and, um, back behind, you know, kind of behind those shops there. There's just, it's pretty and it's quiet and peaceful and almost nobody there. And hopefully it'll stay that way. I don't know, <laughs> but maybe now that we broadcast it, it'll become more popular. <laughs> I feel like there's a spot like that in like the back in the Morocco pavilion. I feel like nobody walks back in Morocco and like that whole area back there is just kind of quiet. and Yeah, that's true. You know, and all over in the like England too, the UK, they, they've got, kind of some back further, there's some quieter spots too. Like it's probably the case with a lot of the um, world showcase places. I, I think this is a good question for like, you can also say what's a ride that you go to take a break from a busy day. Right. Cause there's, a, there's some, True. there's like a couple, like, cause I think, you know, sometimes when we feel like our, our, our feet are hurting and we want to just kind of like take a break, we'll like hop on the people mover or we'll go, yes. uh, we'll do like carousel of progress or uh, spaceship earth or living yes. with the land, all of those places you can get like, you know, you get air conditioning for like 10, 15 minutes and you just relax and, you know, rest Totally your feet. agree. Yeah. yeah. The the railroad's a good one too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's been closed for so long, I've, man. I'm, it's, it like makes me sad all the time. <laughs> we've actually, I'm done. a huge train guy and I miss, I miss the train. Yeah. We've actually done in Disneyland, we would do a full loop around the park just. Oh, yeah. To yeah. get a break. Like, it wasn't that we were going anywhere else. We would just do a full loop and then get off at the same place we got on. Oh, yeah. We've done that with the monorail, oh, yeah. too. Monor- Mount- the uh, monorail resort loop, great mm-hmm. for that as well. Right? Middle of the day, you just go- hop on the monorail. You get a nice little relaxing relaxing trip. There's things to look at. You know, you it's got sometimes air conditioning if it's working on that particular day. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, uh, yeah, so I, I think there's like rides you can do too, you know, like I, I think that's a, that's a good, a good place to do it. So an uncharacteristic, uh, normal question from Dan was, <laughs> uh, well, that's cause you didn't take his other question. That's right. I didn't take his other question. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you, do you want to do his other question? What was it again? It was about colleges or something. Yeah. He said he's taking his kid around to colleges and enjoying it, uh, enjoying looking at promotions and, I don't know. I mean, it's it's an enjoyable experience depending on what your situation is, right? Like, you know, money out of the equation, sports out of the equation, just looking at colleges. Yeah, okay, it's enjoyable. But now start piling that all back in. No, it's from a parent perspective, it's not really all that fun. Um, because there's just this balancing act of, again, right? Like, was your kid going to play sports? How much does the school cost and how hard will it be? And do they have their major? The problem that I'm having with my oldest is that as a data science major, there's not a lot of schools that have that as a major that he's been looking at. So, I mean, as a minor, sure, but that's a little bit worthless. He's looking at a data science major with a marketing minor and that's difficult. Um, So, you know, and he also doesn't want super small schools. So we've been looking at a bunch of schools, but then, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's okay, but it's still it's 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 still a pretty uh, stressful time from a parent perspective as well. I think my middle one will be a little bit easier, but then you know you're bringing sports into it, so like okay, so now you got to meet with coaches and you got to you know what is the best plan, what fits, and yeah, 
I don't know. I don't know if I share that perspective really. Yeah, I, I've got no view on this. Obviously, I feel like you're probably the only one on here that yeah that I'm, has a look. I'm at a this. year from this myself. <laughs> yeah, and and we're gonna have like I said, it's gonna be a little bit of a different experience for the two oldest because they're just taking such a different path, right? One that has a major, um, and you know is at that D three sports level when versus you know one who's gonna you know be a D one level but that has no idea what his major is. So like it's. Yeah, I don't know about fun. I mean, I guess it's kind of cool, like going and looking at colleges, but there's just so much wrapped up in that. So, yeah, yeah. Good luck, Dan. Hopefully, it's it's fun for you, but it's more of a work. I used to see the spreadsheet I have for my middle kid, and you know what schools to go to, and so it's just yeah, it's a lot, man. It's, it's a, a complicated lot. decision, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sports definitely change the decision as well, right? Like, cause then you have this balancing act of like, all right, do I send him to the best school for his sport? Even if it means more money? Hmm, I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough, that's tough. Yeah, sure is. Well, I've got a while on that one and Trevor, you got a couple more years. So <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a little different up here. Canada's different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we'll have our own challenges too, for sure. Sure. Uh, uh, do you want to do right. Steve's question? Yeah. Uh, so Steve says, what's the furthest you've gone out of the way to go to the parks? Uh, um, he says, when I fly from Tampa, St. Pete, I'll drive, uh, over to the parks every night just to walk around, eat dinner and, or have a press pot of coffee at Kona as the world shuts down before driving back to Tampa for the night. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know how long of a drive that is. Maybe just cause my Florida geography is not good, but Tampa it's, it's about like an hour and a half. That's not too bad. No. Okay. That's doable. <laughs> not too bad. I think anything longer than that, I'd probably be like, no, that's that's far. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm saying I'm saying no at an hour and a half, to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever gone outside of Orlando and gone to Disney anyway. To be fair, Damien, you did drive all the way down there for the weekend one time at a lark. I but literally drove park. down there for one day to yeah. go play foot golf. Yes. I mean, but that's so you're saying from my house, that's the furthest I've gone out of my way to go to the parks? I mean, you kind of, yeah, because you just kind of <laughs> were like, yeah, whatever, I'll just go one time. You didn't go to the parks, though, so I guess that doesn't I count. didn't go to the parks, though. But I went to Disney Springs, so kind of counts, semi-counts? I think it counts. That counts, I, I, yeah. 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 Wait, did I even go to Disney Springs? I, I, I went to that crazy place that I'd never go to again uh, for food. And what was that? That was like some, like... Didn't you go to oh, Chicken God, Guy? But you like Chicken Guy, though. No, 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 no! It, it, not not in Disney Springs. It was like, um, yeah, you went somewhere just outdoor, outside of Disney Springs, wasn't it? Yeah, like it was this outdoor place, like an outdoor mall sort of thing. It was crazy, and we had bento box, I think. So I think it was over that wherever that is. But I don't think I'd do that again. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. Um, I, I, guess I don't. Go ahead. Jeff. The hard thing for me is, you know, it's it's a. Uh, minimum five hour direct flight to get to <laughs> the parks. So I'm I'm not doing any, you know, just out of the way thing. But I will say I guess the uh for the meetup coming up, that is that is going to be the shortest trip I've ever planned for coming from my house going to Disney. So it, it and it'll specifically be just for that weekend, which yeah, I at the paddlefish. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the fact that we were doing the meetup, like I would never, 
I don't even I know why I want to go to the paddlefish though, Trevor. Why am I doing this? I, I hate I seafood. I that's I don't understand. Huh? Like I was looking at the menu. There's very little that's not seafood or beef, and you don't eat either one of those. So that's I know, <laughs> I know. But I think my wife will come, and she likes seafood, so I think that's kind of right. like a, a bonus. I'm sure we can find things that are. I'm going to eat fried green tomatoes till I throw up. So does it really matter? <laughs> I don't really care. That's amazing. Um, yeah, Jody, do you have one of of how of how far you've gone out of the way? I mean, I, I know you live probably pretty yeah. local, right? So, yeah, that question honestly probably doesn't apply too much to me. I mean, I grew up in Los Angeles, so Disneyland was close, and then I move here, and I'm you know ten fifteen minutes away, so I can't say that I've really you know had to to go too far out of the way. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think. I don't. I don't think I've ever been in Florida and just kind of been like, oh, I'll just. I have some extra time and I'll just get myself over to Disney. Like that's never happened where I've been in that kind of scenario. So I think we've been at universal though and went to Disney Springs. That's the closest I could say. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds, yeah, that that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, So David wants to know, has anyone done a non-park vacation? We're coming down to enjoy our Florida vacation home later this year. What are some things you do? And I'm assuming by Florida vacation home, you mean D- DVC. So what are some things you do no, no, in no, Walt Disney Park? So, Are you sure that's what he means? Maybe he has a Florida vacation home. I, that's a uh, could be too, true, too. I just was assuming that it was a DVC. I don't know. Fuck off. That's that's what we did. I've done a non-park vacation. I'm always a fan of mini golf, but uh, foot golf sounds interesting. The, I've always the, the problem with mini golf is it's too dumbed down to be real mini golf. Right. That's the problem. Like, I wish it was real mini golf, right? You know, all the holes are sloped in. Yeah. But I mean, they also, I That's do soft. feel like they have fairly complicated holes there. Like, they're not, no, they just don't. Like, you just have to hit it hard and get it close to like a no, three foot radius to the hole. Yes. They've got like cool effects and stuff on some of them, you know, but it's not real mini golf. It's, it, it's, it's like, a little random. It's not. Yeah. 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 I mean, what did my, what did my son score when we were there? Like a 25, right? On 18 holes. Like, stop. That's not real mini golf, man. That's that's a kid mini golf. I, I wish they actually had a real honest to goodness, like kind of hard mini golf. There are some like right outside the the park though too that you can Yeah, get. but I want them at Disney and I want there to be cameras and that they can verify your scores and like let it be a thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> You're hardcore. So, you are yeah. So I actually it's funny because I went to uh, we went out to this place that's a like a miniature golf course slash bar slash restaurant kind of place. Yeah, uh, the they had their the, the scorecards were on TVs on each on each hole, so okay. they were like touch screens. So like you you just you tap in your score and you, you know you, you hit enter and then you go to the next hole and it follows with you, so you don't actually have to keep score. On Wait, what's the name of this place? The uh, the puttery. Yeah, it was. It's indoor. It's indoor, right? So it's uh, it's but it's like a bar restaurant kind of. It's only nine holes though, which kind of annoyed me. But yeah, well they have two. They have two different courses, you know. But yeah, what what did you say, Trevor? Oh no, they didn't even give you a full eighteen. No, and Trevor, these these courses are are soft. They're oh no, they are real mini golf. We 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 have we have a place like that here. It's it's called Shanks for some reason, but uh, yeah. Well, this does not look. Uh, this is not real mini golf. The, the, the Hilton Head stuff is real mini golf. That's the lowest level of mini golf, right? No, no. There. Listen, I, I'm not saying that it was real. Like you know, it was disappointingly easy uh, um, as the mini golf course goes. I just like the fact that they had a digital scorecard. Yes, so. I would agree with that. Yeah, this looks so, like it's in somebody's house. This library one looks like it's in somebody's house. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, it's it's kind of the, the the vibe of the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like that vibe. 
But yeah, I feel like the the three courses at Hilton Head are kind of like your minimum level of mini golf in terms of real mini golf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. That 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 uh that that one at Hilton Head is now the question cool. is is there Vero Beach mini golf? I don't know. Jody, did you I, know that? I one? I I'm, you know, it's obviously a big golf spot, but mini golf, I can't say that I'm familiar with any. Doesn't mean that there aren't any, but um I haven't seen any when I've gone, but again, I haven't really looked either. But uh there's got to be something close by, but it, it might be one of those wimpy ones that you don't like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> those, Judy, the, what's your what's your favorite non-park thing to do? Um, well, I do like going to Vero Beach. I like hanging out at the beach. Um, but again, living here, we'll go to uh, Disney Springs just to walk around, have dinner, have a drink. Um, or I do love Vero Beach. And I, 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 when I was a guide and, you know, would meet with families when I worked directly with Disney, I'd always, you know, try and convince them when you come down, especially folks that have never, you know, been to a beach or something like don't come down to Disney for two weeks and just stay the whole time in Orlando. Go take, you know, rent a car. It's a two hour drive. Go to Vero beach for a couple of days. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm going next month for the first time. Oh, you'll like it. I mean, assuming you like beaches and stuff, it's, there's not a lot to do there. We're just not trying to get sharked up. That's the only problem. Well, you know, I mean, odds are pretty good that you won't get attacked. No, I don't think we'll be going in the water. It feels reassuring. Our, our yeah, no, that definitely <laughs> I'm going ankle deep. That's about it. Well, you're right. If you're going next month, the water's still going to be awfully chilly. So I don't think you'd, I mean, I wouldn't go in the water yet in April. It's pretty cold. That's uh, relative. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> How cold I mean, is it in, uh, in Calgary right now? Uh, it's only minus two. Yikes. Minus two Celsius, which is that's, what in Fahrenheit. That's, that's t-shirt weather. <laughs> it is. I, I could go outside right now in my t-shirt and it would be fine. It's 28.4 degrees of Fahrenheit for all the American listeners out there. Just what? Wow. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, that's chilly. That's cold. Beautiful day. It's like it's 76 here today. It's uh, it's really nice here today. So It is nice. It's, it's, it's dog washing weather, as I alluded to before. <laughs> I want to go to the Keys. I haven't been to the Keys yet. That That's the... Oh, yes, definitely. Because I want to do... What is that? The Dry Tortugas Island or whatever that is? Yes. That's... <clears throat> excuse me. That's really fun. That's a really I'm fun... A, I, I was talking to somebody that did the camping, though. Like, that's not me. Like, I'm not trying to no. be there for three days camping. No, I agree. Feels like very Lord of the Flies, like not about that. There's no water on the island. So you, I I don't, no, no, I'm with you. We could travel together just fine because I would never (laughs) camp. No. Yeah. You go for the day. Seems like more of a glamper to me, uh, to me, Damon. (laughs) Yeah. Like the treehouse villas. That's my kind of camp. There you go. Yeah. I've always wanted to do the treehouse villas. Have you ever stayed at one of those, Jody? I've always wanted to. Are they good? Are they cool? Yes. I love them. They're really fun. Really fun. Yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to check one of those out, but they feel like they're so kind of like far away in Saratoga. Like they feel like they're really peeled apart from everything else in Saratoga that yeah. I just like, yeah. I, I mean, they do, you can walk over, you know, they, they do have a trail. And I mean, I think that's kind of the, the appeal to me is that you do sort of feel secluded and tucked away, but in reality, you're, you're pretty close. You know, if you have a car, everything's close, but um, even if you don't, you know, there's trails and it's, it's really not that far away, but it feels like it is. So it's yeah. kind of the best of both worlds, but it's really fun. And the kids really like it too. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll definitely have to check that out. I, I mean, any, 
I, I'm just going back to the question because we went on a, like a tangent here. I'm also thinking of some other things that you can do. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I know animal, I like, you know, we like to say an animal kingdom lodge and, you know, that's a great place to do a non-park vacation is uh, just, yes. And it, in fact, my, my sister, we were going in October and my, I invited my sister and my sister mentioned to me, she's like, I might not buy park tickets. I might just hang out at the resort the entire time. I'm like, all right, well, you know, if you want to do that, I mean, animal kingdom is the place to do it. I think. Yeah. It's the most uniquely themed resort yeah, there is. I mean, for sure. You know, in the United States, I don't know of any other resorts where you could like look out your window and a giraffe walks by. So, um, yeah, it's, it's almost feels, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm getting over a cold too. Um, <laughs> it almost feels like, a, a waste to when you're staying at animal kingdom to leave and go into a park or somewhere else. Like you're paying, you know, well, we use points, but for those of us using points or for those folks spending the money, the ton of money to stay there, it almost feels like, why would I leave here and go yeah. somewhere else? So, you know, I would definitely hang out there. That's a great resort to hang out at for and sure. beach club, the pool at the beach club. Oh Yeah. Which I've never been in, actually. I just know that it's cool. I've I've always a beach club is one of the few. I, I, I there's only a couple of resorts that we haven't stayed at so far, and uh, the R- Riviera and Beach Club are two of them. Uh, so actually, that might be the only two we have left. Now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it, I think the Beach Club and Riviera are the only two I think we haven't stayed at. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I I've heard that pool is great. So yeah, it's fun. I don't know. T- Trevor, did you have any? Yeah. I mean, it's um, it, well, the hard thing for me is that I, I guess, do you really have to do anything if you're not planning on going into the park? Like, it, what do you mean? So like, do you, do, can you just relax and like go to the pool? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean is like, I, I feel like I, I know everyone says, you know, I'm not going to the parks. What do I do? And it's like, well, what do you do when you go anywhere else? You relax, right? Like <laughs> read some books, eat some food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would be, I, and I mean, we, we do trips like this. We, we have, um, or, you know, I've talked about many times, you know, going to Canmore. Um, when we go out to, to Canmore, we have no I- itinerary whatsoever. It's not like there, don't get me wrong. There's lots to do out there. They offer like, like tours. There's um, in the winter, you can go dog sledding. Cause you know, it's that kind of place. That sounds and amazing. I would yeah, really want but, to do dog sledding so but, bad, but we don't do any of that. We just go out there and we enjoy the fact that we're in the mountains. We, um, we usually find a place or, or the, the hotel that we stay at, they actually have fireplaces in the, uh, in the rooms because they're like, uh, or we, we get the nice rooms. So, you know, we, we're fine just sitting by the fireplace, you know, you know, spending, spending a day just relaxing, uh, and not feeling obligated to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that makes total yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just imagining, I, I, I already see the meme for this week is going to be Damon, uh, dog sledding, but you know, it's, <laughs> um, I, I'm just imagining. No, Damon- it's absolutely not. It's going to be you and your deep voice. All right, yeah, that's fine too. That's good. I, I think Damon on a would do really well on dog sledding. I think, yeah, that would be right up your alley. Oh, it's it's on it's on my bucket list for sure. So, so there's a, there's a place in Canmore. I walk I walk by it every time I I, I walk Dude, by you're, going to you're get too food. far for me though, man. <laughs> that's a well, long you, trip. 
That's a long well, trip, man. You know, you, you got a plan come up here for, you know, a week or two. It's uh, I've only been to Canada once. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But I was on the other <laughs> other coast though. Well, listen, if you looked at if you look at the uh Interval International uh the the re- their resort catalog, they have quite a bit uh available yeah. up by up by Trevor, so there were a yeah. lot of resorts available by you I feel like when I looked. Uh way more than they did with the uh the previous with RCI. One, so. Yeah. 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 There were some nice looking resorts up there, man. I I, I was like, "Ooh, this this is kind of fun." I I'll, I've stayed at some of them. That out. <laughs> Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. I, I looked there. There was a couple that I have stayed at in Canmore that they had on the list. So nice. Yeah. All right. Should we get, should we talk about some, uh, some DVC stuff? Let's, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. All right. So, uh, Grand Floridian pricing comes out. Um, so, and Dan's question is, it has to do with this with Villas at Grand Floridian pricing at 207 before incentives. What do you think that will do to Riviera sales? What about the uh, Villas of Grand Floridian uh, Floridian bleh, resale prices? Lastly, do you think uh, I'm guessing DLT Disneyland is Disneyland Tower? Tower. Yeah, yeah, the new tower. Do you yes. think Disneyland Tower pricing will follow suit? Um, so I, I think these are great questions. It's actually uh, fortuitous that we have uh, Jody on for these kinds of questions, right? So, um, but yeah, it is interesting. Like a dictionary, Tom today. What? Go, Tom. That, that was a nice yeah. word. That was a very nice word. I, I Triple word score. Yeah, I did. picked up on that. I thought it was really good. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah. so what was what was uh, Grand Floridian pricing at originally? Because like, that they were probably selling that when you were well, no, probably you were probably gone from DVC by that point, right? No, I had um, no. I was that was the last resort that I was selling when I was still at DVC okay. and. I believe it started at 140 a point. Wow. <laughs> Sounds so funny to Ooh. say. Um, for members. And then I think it after 30 days or so, it went up to like 145 a point. It uh yeah, I mean, and I remember thinking that sounded like a lot of money then. And now it just I it, I chuckle at it. It's it's crazy. But um for the resale market, I mean, this was quite a surprise, I I think, for a lot of us. It maybe caught us a little bit off guard just because, you know, they were selling Grand Floridian, the sold out portion of it for so much higher for them to come in this low and and with the incentives that they have. I mean, the incentives are are pretty good. I haven't seen Disney do incentives quite this this good in a while, you know, and, um, you know, to answer your question about what it's doing to resale prices, we had to lower the resale prices quite a bit to make it not only, I mean, in some cases we had listings that were higher priced than what you could buy direct. So needless to say, those needed to come down, but it, it, it for resale, it also has to come down lower than what direct is, right? Otherwise everyone will buy direct. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we had to make some adjustments. The good news is, I suppose, is, you know, the savvy, DVC folks did see the major reductions and we sold so many Grand Grand Floridians in the last couple of days. Friday was crazy. You'd think we were giving this stuff away. So yeah, it's been a busy few days. I don't, I haven't checked in with anybody today yet to see how it's going, but been, it's been extremely busy. So people did take very um, kindly to the price reductions and took advantage of that. So we, we've had a lot of sales. Wow. Wait. So when if you if you use this by these new points, how many how many years are on those contracts? It's the same. It's yeah. part of the original Grand Floridian. So it ends at the same time. Yes. 
it's just, so I mean, so, so how many years is that that's that you're losing? Oh, that you're losing. I mean, as opposed to buying Riviera, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's, um, 2064 versus 26. So six years, I think. Right. Is that my, is my math? Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. So, so yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what some people are saying here too, where, where Riviera is still the better deal here. Right. So like it's, it's, I mean, I got my Riviera points how long ago and I was under 200 and that was for only a hundred points. Yeah. Cause those deals were really good too. Yeah, and I have a yeah. fridge from what I checked. <laughs> yeah, the cooler. <laughs> I think the terminology of the cooler is probably a little uh, yucky. Because from what I understand, now I haven't seen them, but they're basically, they are like little fridges, refrigerators, but without like a freezer or something. I had a friend of mine who works there was trying to explain it to me. Um, I don't think they're like coolers, like the igloo things you take to the beach, but the word cooler doesn't sound... You Very can't have fancy. ice, and I think that's what's making people mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah but the, the, if there's an ice maker in the in the building, you just go down and get some ice, right? You know, but, <laughs> but it's not just that. It's you know, sometimes I have stuff that I want to freeze, Maybe like frozen well, yeah, waffles. Yeah, yeah, like waffles, right? Yeah, <laughs> just tur- just turn the uh, turn that turn that knob real far down. <laughs> Wrap everything in the ice from the ice machine, and throw there you go. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So this is so this, that's, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, I mean, this is a good deal, right? At the end of the day, but it's not as good of the deal that Riviera was. Well, except now I know Damon, you said you're never going to sell, so probably doesn't apply to you. But people who buy Riviera, if they do need to sell, there's that caveat with the resale restriction that makes it a little less, you know, appealing for some. Whereas if you buy into the Grand Floridian. It's not part of that restriction that is only with Riviera. So I think people do like that. I think it's uh, with the incentives. It's My whole thing is if you're buying with the thought of like, it's kind of like when you, when you buy a car, right? Like you buy a car for what your budget affords at that time. Like if you're buying something and are concerned about having to sell it in the future, why buy? Well, I I, that's me. I agree. I think people feel safe when they have an escape plan just in case something doesn't work out. They want to so, feel like they're not going to, you know, like a normal timeshare that you have to pay someone to take off. What's the difference in resale for Riviera and Grand Floridian right now? Well, resale Riviera is like in the 140s per point, mm-hmm. you know, so versus what what they're selling it for direct. And right now, Grand Floridian, since we've lowered it, it it's really going to need to be in the 160s, high 150s per point to make it so that so the, folks will want to buy, resale, you know, resale versus yeah. direct. So, so at, again, at a hundred points, right. The differential between those two resorts is $2,000. And then I say to myself, $2,000 or six years, I'll take six true. years. True. True. Yeah. But, but you, you know, like you said, you, you're not thinking of selling where I guess I suppose some other folks are just, I think they want that security blanket knowing, you know, gosh, if I lost my job, if something, you know, what, there's a lot of people who just want to feel like if I have to sell this, there's not going to be, yeah, I could get rid of it quick. I'd rather rent my points. Well, you could I do that too. Sure. Yeah. I thought that I'll was easy. I thought that was definitely easy. Right, Tom? I mean, renting points was easy. Yeah, it's very easy to do. Mm-hmm. High demand. Oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty straightforward, but I mean, I know it's more difficult for Trevor, but uh, yeah. I'm still waiting to get my paperwork back so I can try and rent my points. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, anyway, for the rest of us, Trevor, it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure it is once you get that far. <laughs> yeah, once you, once you get that far, it was pretty straightforward. But, but uh, th- that's nothing to do with DVC resale market, by the way. It's the 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 laws and rent the fact that I have to get a yeah. a form from the IRS. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still I still look at all this wrapped up, and I say to myself, I think Riviera is still better. I, yeah. I still think that. Even because again, like even at that twenty point differential, if I have to sell, I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. still at Riviera. Yeah, I mean, because because you're right. I mean, you get you get the extra e- the extra years out of it, right? And I mean, I don't know what the dues differential is there, right? I, I don't. I, I'd have to look, but off the top of my head, I don't know. But uh, the dues are. Gosh, I mean, I know that Grand Floridian the dues are pretty low. I could double check with Riviera. We just don't sell that much of it because there's not that much inventory just yet. But um I'll double check on that for is you. Is Grand Floridian a popular option before this too? I mean like I mean is that one that you sell a lot of? Because I mean you know the resort is is not that old, right? But it's um Yeah, it's a popular resort. People okay. do like it. I, I mean I'd say the only thing that would maybe you know, deter people a little bit would be the pricing. It's, it's sure. was the most, exp- you know, aside from grand Californian, it was the most expensive one, you know, to buy into. So, you know, people looking for, you know, the sleep around points as they call it. And, uh, and what is a studio comparison in terms of Riviera a single, let's say a, a one bedroom at Riviera at the same time frame, like now versus grand Floridian. Like as far as points go. Yeah. Um, Grand Floridian has a pretty high, uh, Grand Floridian uses a lot of points as you guys probably yeah, know. See, so th- then again, right. I have to factor that in as well. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. there's a, there's, there's a lot of that math coming back in that we kind of talked about in the beginning yeah. that none of us really want to do. But right now, if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're pressing me on these two, right. If this is an SAT question, yes. you know, which is the better uh, deal. I don't know. I, I, th- I think it might be Riviera. Well, barring you're, having your to team sell. Riviera for sure. Yeah. I mean, I have points there that I've never even gone to Riviera, but yeah, <laughs> I don't even, I still don't you know, know why I even bought those points. I'll be honest with you. That was just kind of like, I'm bored. Let me buy points. <laughs> That's all That's, that was. They had some good incentives apparently that they did. Uh, they that, definitely uh, did. piqued your interest. Yeah. They definitely but, did have good incentives. I mean, the, know, point, the point difference isn't too extreme. I mean, I don't think it's enough to, but you I have know, to factor that in over 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like for a one bedroom, it's a 20 or 30 point per week difference. Oh, that's a lot. You think? It doesn't sound yeah, like that Over much 50 years. Well, true, true, true. Yeah. But I also think it depends on, you know, people say buy where you want to stay. And if someone prefers Grand Floridian over Riviera, then of course it would be. Aren't they kind of the same thing? No theme and no theme. <laughs> They're both I mean, very, whoa. very pretty resorts, right? With no but, theme, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, they have a theme. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> theme. I don't think Riviera really has a true Riviera theme, and I don't think Grand Floridian really has a real Grand Floridian theme, personally. But that's just I, my take. I on would it. agree I, with Grand Floridian. I, I think it's a beautiful resort, of course. Um, theming wise, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> Riviera's got a little bit of that French, you know flair to it but so there's a casino in there it's not uh <laughs> <laughs> which is never gonna happen um no wouldn't that be the best talk about the best thing to add that would be it oh, right there a disney, a disney run casino 
Oh, I mean, I'm surprised. Might be the best there. thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, remember when they started serving alcohol in Magic Kingdom? That's right. The outrage. Oh, no. So I, can you just imagine with a yeah. casino? No. I, so I'm, I'm talking about like a full like Disney casino in terms of like, you know, hey, they limit the alcohol. Like it's, it's a total like Disney sort of feel, but there just happens to be gambling. Yeah. No, no smoking. Slot no, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mickey slot machines. And, and maybe you even go where you don't even win real money. You win, you know, stuff you have to trade in for well, Disney merch. That that's could, that could be. I'm in on that. Yeah. That could what, be fun. I, I'm, all I'm hearing is Damon's proposing that Pleasure Island should come back. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. I just think that there should be a casino. I, I miss casinos. It's one of the things moving down south. I, I truly miss the northern casinos we were talking about as my, you know, my wife was, we're saying something about taking my son somewhere. I said, Oh, you know, like it would be great when he turns 21 and we can go to Foxwoods. And she's like, no, no, he can go now. I was like, no, 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 it's not 18. It's 21 for gambling. Foxwoods is probably one of my favorite destinations. Um, I enjoy it an awful lot, but there's nothing really like that down here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I, I do want to get back to the DVC question though really quick we're back so what, to dvc go ahead well, tom no no so jo- jody what do you th- and we've asked i think we asked derek this too what do you think the the disneyland tower pricing is going to come in at just based on based on this coming in at 207 i know they're different but i i'm we've been wondering now for a while what that pricing is going to look like and we've just been looking for reckless speculation on what it's going to be well, there's a lot of reckless speculation always with DVC, but oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I I think it's going to be a bit higher than um, you know Grand Floridian coming in so much lower than than I think I kind of most of us thought. But I do think because it's a completely different tower and resort that they will go in higher, um, definitely higher than the 207. I would think, um, especially since. You know, Grand Cal right now is three hundred dollars a point resale and direct. If I mean, if you were ever able to get it direct, you know, you're you're nearing the three hundred dollar per point mark. So I think it's going to come in much higher than the Grand Floridian. But who knows? You know, um, yeah. they could surprise us again. Well, I feel like, and I, you know, who knows, right? But I do feel like the. I mean, and and actually, Derek. It was either Derek or Marissa told us that when he was working at DVC and selling Grand Fl- Flirtian that it, it, it sold very quickly. It did, yep. and and that makes. I also think. I mean, I can't imagine that the Disneyland Tower is not going to sell extraordinarily fast, right? Like, because I mean, it, there's such a pent up demand for DVC rooms in in Disneyland, right? So I just think this is going to sell like crazy, and so I'm assuming, like you said, that they're going to price it accordingly. Yeah. And I think the thing that's kind of interesting is I, when I first started working for Disney Vacation Club Direct, we were selling Bay Lake Tower and Grand, the Grand Californian then. And Grand Californian was like a bit of a sleeping giant, right? It wasn't flying off the shelves at first. In fact, that was kind of one of our, um, you know, we would say buy this then because the incentives are better. It was cheaper. It was like buy Grand Cal, it was cheaper and just use them here at Saratoga. It was sort of being pitched as a sleep around resort. I'm sure those folks, if they still have it, are very happy that they bought into Grand Cal. Um, but at the time, it wasn't it wasn't as popular as, as one would think, like, like that it is now. So because I think it was the first one out there and you know, people weren't used to it. It wasn't like here in Florida where, 
there's tons of um, DVC resorts and it's real prevalent here. It was like new there. And so it, it was a little slow going, the sales. We had to do a lot of incentives. And um, so I, I think this will be much different than the first time around. Interesting. I I, yeah. I, did, I actually didn't know that. So that's, that's interesting. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of my, that was one of our, uh, okay, you can't afford Bay Lake. Let's, you know, drop you down to, um, to Grand Cal, which is super funny to say now, right? But <laughs> that's so wild. I mean, I, had I known that would have been my retirement plan. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> Just buy up a whole bunch of contracts. <laughs> I mean, you were able to, I, I think I bought mine with the, and, you know, I was a cast member, so I got a discount. And I think mine was about $90 a point when I bought it. Oh my gosh. Wow. Why I didn't buy, you know, a hundred, hundred point contracts is, you know, that would have been awesome. That would have been great. But anyway, um, it, it was not, it was not as popular as, as it is now by any stretch. I kind of get that because I, I think, you know, you look at it and it was like, okay, well, my only option at Disneyland is, is Cal- Grand California. Right. So like, or, and, and you probably had a harder time too, because a lot of the Disneyland people, probably stay to disneyland most of the time right so yes. like they're not they're not always coming to disney world and you're trying to sell them that at disney world right like that, I mean, that obviously happens but a lot of the disneyland fo- and then plus you know a lot of the disneyland visitors are are locals and you know don't necessarily not that you can't have dvc and be a local obviously because there's a lot of locals that are, are dvc right coach, but but it's just a different it, it, so in a weird way it kind of makes sense to me it's just funny looking back on it to what it is now, you know, how, how different that is. Yeah. Oh, completely like a 180. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, when you think back, I'm like, I just, yeah. To think that this was just sort of the one we were having a hard time selling for a little bit. So, um, but yeah, but so, but I do think, you know, obviously the popularity picked up and um, it's very tough to get, I don't, I mean, theoretically, you know, d- uh, Disney does have it advertised at three ten a point, you know, but you can't ever buy it through them. You have to buy it resale, pretty much. So, I think it's going to be more in like the two fifty range. That's my prediction. But again, yep. I could I could be wrong. Trevor's saving up his money now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trevor, well, you could you, you could sell you could sell off one of your poly contracts and buy buy well, yourself the new. <laughs> so actually, we yeah we we have been we are you know anxiously waiting for um the the disneyland tower and i'm not planning to actually sell any of my poly points because um the the or the tentative plan is you know you know yeah we like everybody else we definitely want to get in on that when it comes out and i think it may actually get us in a position where we're doing um like every other year we're doing, um, you know, one year at the the poly, one year at uh, Disneyland, and that actually it, it frees up some more of our poly points. Even though, like, we didn't really need, but like, we have enough points for what we want to do. But it's, uh, yeah, it, like I, I'm, I have no intention of getting rid of my contracts. Also, the fact that mine have the grandfathered in, uh, um, you know, being able to use them at Riviera. Cause, cause we got in just before they, they cut that off for the, uh, the original resorts for, for resale. Um, by like a couple yeah, weeks you I, cut, you got, you got the cut off. Yeah. It, right? it, 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 cause I, I don't know if you remember, it was, it was literally, we were talking, um, with, with Derek, um, yeah. <laughs> with Derek and Marissa 
right before that happened. And I put in the offer on the resale contract on the show. Yeah, you did it while we were oh, on the show. Funny. Yeah. So you can so you can use them at Riviera. Can you use them at a new resort if they build that? I always forget that rule. Yeah, that 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 was the rule with that is that it, it they're not restricted to any new resorts. But if you buy resale now, you you, you can you can't stay at the yeah yeah yeah. Right. So so yeah, I think we're just going to add on, not uh, take away when that comes around. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, at Disneyland, you don't need quite as many points for most folks uh, as you would, mm-hmm. you know, you come to Walt Disney World and you could stay a week and still only see a tiny fraction of what what's here. Whereas California, I mean, everything's really condensed and close together and there's only two parks. So most people don't really need to stay a week or more. Um, most of the folks I know are there three, four, five days at most. But I mean, I don't know, Trevor, if you, you stay longer when you go, but we, we tend to go five days. We, yeah. we like, uh, yeah, it's, it's enough time. And like you said, it's, it's a lot more condensed, but uh, it gives us a chance to, to slow down a little. Yeah. Yeah. All right. With all this being right. said, we're actually kind of late for our, our, our ad for DVC resale market, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go ahead and do that, and then we'll talk about some other stuff. All right. So the, the ad this week is for DVC resale market, and of course, we have Jody on, so this is especially, uh, especially good that we have DVC resale market this week. So DVC resale market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to DVCResaleMarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. And ask for Jody. Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to make uh, Derek <laughs> or uh, mad, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, they can ask for either one of us. We'll, there you go. We'll, we'll share the love. There you go. That sounds good. Um, Jody's our new best friend, so ask for Jody. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> love to yeah. hear that. <laughs> We're very much a, a "What have you done for us lately?" Uh, podcast. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure Derek's listening to this, and he's upset with me now. Yeah, you'll get a you'll Derek. get a text later. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Derek. <laughs> All right, so I, I I threw a Disney Plus thing on here. Does anybody have any Disney Plus things I want to talk about? I did this for Damon, and you know, I know Damon wanted to talk more Disney Plus, so. I did. I guess I did. Sure. Well, you wanted I, I, a segment for Disney Plus, so I. Th- I did. I kind of yeah. did. All right. Yeah. So l- let's talk about um, upcoming shows because I think that's more interesting. I haven't actually watched mm-hmm. anything recently on Disney Plus, so there is a lot. So there's a huge Disney announcement recently. So we're getting um, Spiderwick Chronicles again, but we're getting a series rather than a movie. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, excited about that. There's a you know there's a Goosebumps Disney Plus coming again. Super neat. There, there's a ton of stuff. You got Super Fudge coming to Disney Plus. Um, you know, we talked about National Treasures. I'm really excited for that new uh, uh, holiday movie that is the Naughty Nine. That's like Ocean's Eleven for you know a Disney holiday movie. So there, there's a lot coming up uh, in terms of what we're going to see on Disney Plus. Um, there's Prom Pact, which not really up my alley, but 
I'm sure it will do well. And Palo Santiago and the River of Tears, that one is based on a, a book series. It's going to be a live action as well. Um, that's a, you know, a Rick Riordan series. So I think that will also do extremely well. And um, I think those are kind of the new shows and series that we'll see in the near and far future of Disney Plus. So again, I haven't really watched anything new, but there's a lot of good stuff coming. Well, I know I, I go ahead, Trevor. Uh, I was going to say, I, I know you're kind of not into movies right now, but I'm actually, uh, I'm looking forward to watching turning red this week, but that's, oh, yeah. um, yeah. again, I get it's hard. Like they've been pushing it and it's definitely, uh, you know, it was made by somebody in Toronto, Canada. So there's definitely a lot. Uh, so of, you're just repping for, for the country. At totally. This point, I yes. Okay. I, I mean, it, it, anytime anything comes out of Canada, I'm stoked for it. I, I was the same way when Scott Pilgrim versus the world came out because that's oh, yeah. like, that is extremely Canadian. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that this week. And then, yeah, um, Goosebumps was the other one, too, that I'm really curious to see how that plays and, out. Cause, yeah, and it, and it's tough because, right, like, are we talking Disney Plus or Disney, right? Because we got Big City Greens is back, um, which is one of my favorite cartoons. So that's always good. Mm-hmm. Again, I, that's a Disney Channel show that happens to show up on Disney Plus as well, I guess, right? Like, it's kind of how it works. And um, uh, what is the other one? Uh, the Ghost in Molly McGee, which still on the fence about it. It's it's not as good as I hoped it would be. But you know, there's uh, there are two movies coming to Disney Plus, which I guess Sneakerella, which again I'm all about sneakers, so that will be interesting. But they're doing a remake, reboot, reimagining of Cheaper by the Dozen. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. So, yeah, yeah, and, and that's going to be interesting because Zach Braff is awesome and Gabrielle yeah. Union. So that, that's another one that will be interesting i feel like hmm. yeah sorry thank you I, I was trying to remember who the who the father was on yeah exactly. yeah zach braff so <laughs> well, th- there is a lot coming to disney plus for sure well i i know that uh damon you're not a marvel guy but i'm excited I'm for not. moon Knight coming up here i i'm I, i'm excited it looks it's, like a really crazy show so the, the only reason i'm excited for it is because i think it pushes that boundary kind of like we had talked about right yeah. there's going to be a little bit more of an adult take which is good i feel like in general for Disney Plus, yeah, and well, and all the all the Netflix. Uh, we we actually we talked about this uh, amongst ourselves a little bit, but uh, all the all the uh, the uh, Marvel TV shows from Netflix mm-hmm. are making their way over to Disney Plus too, and uh, which which is good. But I, I actually have not watched any of those. That is a, a blind spot for me in my Marvel viewing. Is is the Netflix? So, show, so. And, and and I think the Spiderwick Chronicles is an interesting pickup for Disney because while the movies were well done in the sense of let's say the look right and the take and the acting i don't i don't think the story itself was as strong so i think putting it in a series is going to be interesting yeah i'll admit i don't know much about that one so trevor go ahead sorry Oh no, I I didn't have anything to add to that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something. Sorry. No, I, I I'm assuming you're going to watch Moon Knight as well, Trevor. I, I'm assuming that one is is uh is on your list too. I mean, it, it kind of has been. I I guess I don't know. I it's too I much feel Marvel, like, man. There's too yeah, much. Yeah, I like. I I was really into it this time last year. Like when WandaVision was coming out, I was super excited for that. But then, yeah, it's been a little too much, and I just. I don't know. I, I feel like I need to just kind of step back. And, and and this is the problem, right? Is it's like, 
if I, if I say I'm going to watch it later, the truth is, is that because there's so much coming that it's, it becomes a choice of just skipping it or watching it when it comes out, it feels like, because yeah, yeah. if you get there's into a lot the of TV backlog, out in general, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you can't handle the backlog. So it's like, I, I either commit to I'm watching this or it just doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. And are you still on board with the once a week shows on Disney Plus? I actually like that way more. I um, do too. I, I yeah. uh, and, and and I think that's in our house at least. Like we we tend to commit to you know we're gonna. It actually it goes back to how we grew up. I think because yeah. you know I, I, like it was you know I remember you know, like on a Thursday night or whatever, you know, the family would all sit down and watch like Knight Rider or whatever. I know I'm dating myself. Rider, Leave, me nice. Leave me alone. Good, <laughs> Just, yeah. no, listen, I'm not going to give you a hard time at Knight Rider. <laughs> but yes, but that's what I mean though. Like I, I, I loved that, um, you know, giving people a reason to sit down, not just throwing well, it all out. And, and not only it. that, but doesn't it feel like, so if someone gives you 10 hours of something, and you don't watch it in the first two days, you're going to see spoilers. And it's also sure. overwhelming. So yeah. I, I realized as HBO does that too, right? The once a week, I like that Disney plus I'm kind of glad that they, they do it that way. So that is definitely another bonus uh, I, for them. I kind of like when they do like the, they throw out like the first two episodes at once yeah, and then, I, and then well, do the rest and, weekly. Yeah. And, and Vox Machina, they were doing three episodes a week for four weeks, which wasn't bad either. Cause they were half an hour episodes. If you're going to give me an hour, I, I can go with one though. Yeah, agreed. J- Jody, uh, anything you've been watching on Disney Plus? Sorry, Trevor. Yeah, I, w- I was going to actually ask if Jody oh. had uh, any insights into this. Um, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I I don't get to watch a lot of TV. I know guys are tend to well, maybe it doesn't sound like you guys as much, but are into the action and all that. But I do have a 14 year old son who is making me watch a lot of this stuff. And I've, I've enjoyed um, like the Spider-Man series and I started watching, I know this is like old news. It's done and over with, but uh, Hawkeye, I, I did enjoy oh, yeah. that yeah. a lot. And I don't know if there, ha- if it's coming back for the next, if the next season comes around, but I agree. I kind of liked, it was like our thing where it came out once a week and we would sit down and watch it. Um, and if you miss a week, you could catch up, but I, I do tend to like that as much as I do love to binge something sometimes because there's nothing better than watching a show and you're like, Oh my gosh, there's another episode and you could watch it and watch it and watch it. Um, but to your point, there's spoiler alerts and I don't know. I, I, I do like the anticipation of being able to sit down and, you know, frankly, as a parent, you guys all can appreciate this. There's not a, a lot I have it in common with a 14 year old boy. Right. And this is the one thing he wants to sit down and actually, you know, mom, do you want to watch this? And I'm like, um, you know, in the, my mind, I was like, no, I really don't. But, um, but sure. Yeah, I will. But I, I, it was a, I mean, I was surprised. I actually really liked that um, whole series. So, um, you know, leave it to a kid to get you out of your comfort zone and, and start looking at other stuff. But uh, I still can't get into the star Wars. I'm sorry. I know I just probably opened a can of worms and, everyone will hate me for I, that but i, I, I respect that because like i'm i'm into star wars but i get why not everyone is my my wife's the same way she okay. she she entertains the fact that me and my son are into it but yeah. i don't make her <laughs> i yeah. don't make her come along for i've that. tried i've given yeah. it the college try i mean like i because again he wants to actually spend time with me and you know let's watch star wars and i try and i'm telling you i am like 
this, I feel like I'm being punked half the time. Like this is real. Like people are watching this, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, I've just turned off um, probably 80% of your listeners. I'm sorry, but um. <laughs> no, no. I, I think there's a lot of people that are not into Star Wars. And I, I you know, I would say that I, I've, I've said this before in the show. I, I'm a casual Star Wars fan, meaning like I like watching the movies, but I'm not going to like sit here and be like, well, you know, telling you about a specific uh, a, a group or something or right. planet or like, you know, I like, I don't know all the details. I just watch it as like a thing to watch. Right. Like yeah. I, I'm not like a super fan with it. Gotcha. Yeah. But Trevor's probably, you probably, Trevor, you probably fall in more of the super fan kind of region. Well, right? yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm, like, super I'm not trying fan, to make you sound like you're crazy yeah. or anything. Or, no, know? but, but I mean, yeah, like we, we definitely, my son grew up, you know, we, we watched a lot of rebels. So, so, you know, the lethal, um, uh, stuff or, or like there, there was a lot of expanded universe stuff that went on in rebels. And so, um, and, and yeah, I did, I did read some of the books in the expanded universe long time ago and all that. So I'm, definitely more aware of it than most, but I don't like, I don't obsess over it, I guess is the difference. Like I, I have it cataloged in my head because that's the kind of person I am is that I just remember all kinds of useless details that I don't need. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not something where like, like even with, um, with the, the most recent stuff coming out, I, I kind of am feeling the same way that I do about Marvel that, you know, it, it's getting to be too much and I have to make a decision of do I keep do I keep up with it or do I just cut it off and say, you know, only the pieces that interest me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. So so I, I put this on here because I thought this was uh, interesting and, and, and Disney does some cool things like this sometimes. And um, so they successfully rehabilitated and released a manatee back into the Aww. wild, but, and which is cool. I love that they put this kind of stuff out there, you know, and, and, and it's it's not just that. um you know, I've always heard from like, you know, people that are like uh, like zookeepers or zoo experts that it, it's one thing to have a zoo, but it's another thing to do stuff like this, right? Like where you rehabilitate yes. animals and release them back to the wilds. And I know that manatees are having a really hard time in Florida right now, too. Oh, gosh. A lot of their yeah. natural habitat is uh, their, their their food is is not available as much. And so they're they're trying to feed uh, feed them a lot more. So it's. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a pretty rough summer with um the red tide and stuff, not to get all into that, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a, it's not been a good few months for the manatees. So, and they're so sweet and pretty and amazing when you see them. So that's, that was a nice heartwarming story. I did see that as well. Mm-hmm. Apparently this, uh, plantania, I guess Plantana? is her name. Plantania. Plantania. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess this was actually her second rescue because oh, she was rescued as a baby and then, um, but they released her back, but then she started having, um, it's not like she was losing weight or something like that. And so they had to bring her back in again to rehabilitate her. And now they've released her back into, um, the wild for a second time. Yeah. Well, and they, they, they actually say in this article here that the seas with Nemo and friends at Epcot has, uh, they've rehabilitated 24 manatees over the years, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. That's so nice. I always like stopping by the manatee tank uh, when we're when we're at mm-hmm. the seas. I, I I enjoy the manatees. They're very cool animals. You know, speaking of a day trip or you know, like a little detour from Disney, the Blue Springs State Park where they have most of the manatees is only like an hour drive. Oh wow! And I would highly right. recommend going. It's and you could 
you could go and just walk around and, and see them, or you can actually go and swim. You can't swim with them. Like you can't touch them, but you can swim in the Springs. I don't like it because it's freezing. The average temperature year round is 72 degrees. And that is awful to me, but, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I like cold weather, but I don't like cold water. So, um, you know, unless I can wear a wetsuit next time, I'm not going in the water again, but it is beautiful. I think it's something everybody should see. If you all haven't done it, it it's really cool. I have not. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, I, I know my, my mom and my, my, my stepfather live in Florida and uh, whenever we uh, bring our, our daughter there, they always take her to some park by them, which has like a glass bottom boat and like uh, yeah. stuff like that. So they my, my you know, my daughter's three, so she loves oh. any sort of animal. Yeah. So, <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of animal. She loves every animal. So well, I'm with her. I'm an animal person, so I love it. For sure. Yeah, so. for I know um for my son, the, the our first trip to Disney World, um he he got really attached to little Joe. So we actually uh or like he he just fell in love with with you know, because he had never seen a manatee before and all that. Oh. And so we actually got him a little uh a stuffy on the way out uh, or a manatee plushie. And, uh, and he, he actually had that for, he slept with that for years uh, after, after we came back and yeah, you you know that, and he called it little Joe because he, uh, he, he just loved the idea of manatees because we don't get anything like that around here. No. Yeah. It's, it's (laughs) to me, I, I, it's one of those things like, you know, you live somewhere and we're all used to seeing certain things and you kind of, you take it for granted. Right. But whenever I go to the beach and a manatee swims right by me, I mean, it like makes my day. I freak out um, in a good way. Like I'm not scared, mm-hmm. but I'm like, just, I'm, I'm stoked. Like I talk about it to everybody. It's like the highlight of my day. I mean, when do you like it just swims right past you? It's the coolest thing. So um, I love it. So you should do the beaches too, but you got to go to the West coast, not the, not the Vero side. <laughs> All right. That's where the manatees are. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I always, uh, you know, I always appreciate the fact that that uh, Disney's trying to do these kinds of things with conservation and uh, always trying to, you know, rehabilitate animals and 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 giving. You know, we we I've talked about this before. We did a tour where we uh, where they talked about the, uh, you know, some of the uh, like the, some of the different things that they do with conservation and and like the the birdhouses that they have for uh, I forget what the birds are called. Um, oh my gosh. If you've seen those white birdhouses out in the parks, uh, Disney, Disney, that's a foursome, uh, a, a, a bird that migrates in the area. And I'm. Would it be blanking. not an os, not an osprey? No, no, that doesn't sound No, what their they're, names are. <laughs> I thought they were like a, I don't know, something like, <laughs> I keep wanting to say a sparrow, but it like something like that. Mm, like a sparrow. I'm not sure. Purple Martins. That's what they are. Purple Martins. Oh, They're, cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Disney, if you've ever seen the, uh, the white things that kind of look like, um, it was what described them. They kind of look like, uh, like a gourd, you know what I mean? They're kind of like, yes, a, yes, yeah, yes. Or like a vase. Like that's, those are purple Martin, uh, uh, uh birdhouses. And they, um, they, they, uh, migrate each year from, uh, Brazil. And so they, and they kind of stop on the way, uh, in Florida. So, uh, they, this is, there's a habitat they provide to them and it's, it's just, it's very cool. So, yeah. um, I, it's, I, you gotta love this kind of stuff that, that Disney does. Yes. Yes. Yep. 
Um, let's let's talk about this next thing though. I, I, yeah, I'm, actually, yeah, I was gonna say this. Since we've been talking about the seas, let's move over to oh, other stuff in Epcot. Lots of Epcot <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah, it's an Epcot week. <laughs> All right, I've said this many times already, and and Trevor, I I really I'm excited for you to see this when we do the meetup because we are gonna make our way to Epcot. Man, the the whole spaceship Earth thing with uh the, the with um you know the the what do they call the beacons of magic? I guess right, uh, or beacons? Yeah, beacons of magic. The, the whole show they do on, on Spaceship Earth is amazing. And one of the things I love about it, and, and Jody, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to see it yet, but one of the things I love is that they keep changing it, right? So, like, they are able to do different shows. And for the Flower and Garden Festival, they're doing a show uh, around Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. And, oh, uh, nice. it's amazing. No, I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, just the whole – any of these light shows that you can see on here are amazing. They they look um, beautiful. They and they're – yeah. They look beautiful. But, yeah, I'm I'm excited to finally see this. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah it'll uh, uh, again, you know, you know, my problem with this is like I I, I looked at the couple of pictures here. I don't want to watch any movies. You don't want spoilers. Yeah. yeah, I I like to just kind of go in and get hit in the face hard with it. Yeah, <laughs> so to speak, and yeah. just take it in. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you're gonna. It's it's my favorite thing that they're doing for the fiftieth, and I'm I'm glad it's gonna be like a permanent thing that they're not getting rid of after the fiftieth. So, because I mean, they can they could do this forever, right? Like they could just create these new shows for every event, and it's always the new thing that you can come and see. Like, so why wouldn't they keep doing it? True. Uh, yeah, but it's it's there. It's amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, Jody, you got to go check check the, one of those shows out because they're so good. I've I will. Yeah. It's I Epcot's my favorite place to go. So and I do love the flower and garden. I just haven't had a chance to get there yet, but I've got too soon. Yeah, well we're excited to go taste some food at Flower and Garden too. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's uh you know, back to Steve's question about, you know, going out of your way. Maybe one night you just have to, you know, go to Epcot just to to watch the beacons of magic and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh and then, so, you know, we just have a couple more things on here. Uh, it's the, we, as we're getting closer now to, I mean, we're really just a, I mean, two, a couple months away here from, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, uh, ride debuting. Uh, we're starting to get some previews, some more, some more information. And I don't know, Trevor, are you, do you allow yourself to look at concept pictures and like some, like, this kind of stuff or is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I have seen the, the, the ride vehicles and I've seen a little bit of, um, or yeah, like the, it, it looks like the queue area that they're yeah, showing. Yeah. The queue area is what they're showing. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm fine with that. And, uh, again, it's just, you know, I, whenever I, I'm thinking I'll probably be able to ride it in November when we go. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, the, the challenge will be between now and then not, seeing anything of you know when people start riding it <laughs> yeah yeah that's gonna always the tough thing right is avoiding those spoilers so yeah uh, yeah but it looks cool i mean it's it's looking coming uh, along great it's just gonna be weird um that you know it's universe of energy is no more and that that's what's there you know but uh the even the outside is looking really nice too and what they're doing um you know just the, oh. the the whole the whole ship that's on the outside is now pretty much done and that looks pretty cool um, I'm assuming too, it's going to look really cool at night too. I'm, I'm betting it's going to light up in some cool ways too. Yeah. Yeah. It does look really fun. Uh, are you a, a fan of roller coasters or anything like that, Jody? Or um, yeah. how do you feel about 
the this new stuff. <laughs> yeah, d- no, I do like roller coasters. I don't, I mean, you know, I don't like the crazy, crazy ones, which is why <laughs> Disney roller coasters usually are fine for me, but I don't like going upside down or anything like that. Uh, but but yeah, these kinds of rides are fun. And, Guardi- and I do like Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that's a fun, you know, kind of a fun uh show movie or whatever. So I do like that. I think this will, and I think it'll, it'll be a nice change there in Epcot, kind of change it up, give some fresh stuff there. And um, I think it's, I think it'll be pretty popular. It looks really cool. Definitely. Definitely. Looks, uh looks like a, like a, looks like a good time. I'm still, my, I'm still out on whether or not I'm going to do it or not. We'll see. I haven't decided yet. I, Cause I, I mean, we really don't know what the inside of the ride looks like at all. Right. We just know it's a gigantic show building. True. We don't. Yeah. I mean, how crazy is the ride going to be? I don't know. Is that what you're kind of worried about too? Yeah. I mean, about? I'm not yeah. a big. I get. I get like uh, motion sick when like Me I too. do like when you do like down. You know, like if if there's a big drop when you get that stomach dropping feeling, it's uh, yeah. I just I don't feel good after that. But um, and that's why you know to your point, Jody. Like most of the the Disney roller coasters are good with me because you don't get that with a lot of them, right? Like in right. and most of the time, their drops are ones that are a little more smooth and a little more you know kind of like almost delayed in some ways like some yeah. of the ones you know are are you kind of like get halfway down the hill before it it lets you go right so it's more controlled yeah yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little tamer than some of the real you know yeah. crazy roller coaster rides like i can handle um uh space mountain that's fine anything more than that i'd probably get a little nauseous so as long as it's like you know that level or lower i'm i'm good so I get out on the credit coaster. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Everest is the one that did me in. Oh God. Oh. Going backwards okay. on that hill. I wasn't I, expecting it. And I, well, I won't even say, but let's yeah, just say I, it wasn't I, I can see that. It's yeah. uh yeah, not, not everyone does like, I mean, forward is one thing backwards is definitely a, another dimension. Yeah, I, it surprised me. I didn't think it would bother me, but it, it made me the sickest I've ever been on any ride. By oh, far. wow. Yeah, mm. it was, yeah, it wasn't, I had to go home. <laughs> so, Jeez. Yeah, I just, that's so, it's me. I'm wimpy. I, it's not that I'm scared of them. I just get sick on them. So that's kind of. No, I, I, I get it again. You know, my, my wife is the same way. She doesn't do a lot of those rides either. Uh, I'm, I'm the lucky one that uh, I don't seem to be bothered by any of that. So I'm the one riding all the rides with my mm-hmm. son who is at the age that wants to do all that stuff. Yeah. You guys have the stomachs of steel, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more the inner ear of not. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Yeah. Well, the last thing we have on the list today, there was just some, uh, some new uh, sweet uh, treats at uh, Hollywood studios that I wanted to talk about. Cause there's some mm-hmm. good looking stuff here. So I, I have the link in here. So pull it up so you can take a look. But, um, so the first one we got is an orange blossom shake, which Ooh. is an orange and cream milkshake oh, topped with gosh. a whipped cream and orange scented donut. That looks amazing, and I want it. <laughs> I'm all about orange and cream. That, uh, you're gonna see orange stains all over the ground because <laughs> that that thing is gonna fall. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I mean, that sounds so so yummy. It looks really yummy too. I mean, I, it does yeah. yeah. Do you, I mean, do you go first and you, I mean, do you drink a little bit of this first or you immediately take the donut off and eat it? Oh, What's the strategy with this? Oh. <laughs> well, the donut's not going anywhere, I guess. Well, I, I wouldn't drink it too far down because then the donut would get stuck in the cup. Yeah, right? it would get stuck in the cup. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd probably, yeah. I think I'd eat the donut first or maybe alongside it. Like, you know what I mean? Like have a bite of the donut, yeah. have a drink of the milkshake. But listen, yeah. anything orange and cream, give me orange and cream. That sounds amazing. Orange, I love sure. orange and cream. Oh. Me too. Creamsicles yeah. are the best. And that's why I like that. The, the drink in France too, that yummy. No, I, I, I have to say, um, everything like this is obviously their springtime menu. Yeah. yeah. Very, very bright. This time. Very around. bright. Yeah, yeah. Very bright. I agree. Like, like this, this beauty and the beast rose, like yeah. that is red. <laughs> that, is, I, that is some very red, uh, food coloring. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you want to talk about another thing that's going to stain some stuff. Uh, I, if yeah. I, I would immediately drop a piece of this on my shirt and it would never come out ever. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But this is a dark chocolate mousse with a taste of black currant and Morello cherry sits atop the chocolate strawberry, the chocolate shortbread cookie. Wait, is this a different one? Wait, what am I reading? No, that's it. Yeah. That's it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I just want to see what at the, okay, I see the, okay, I see the, the, the cookie piece. All right. So, um, so chocolate shortbread cookie, whipped cookies, uh, and cream fluff. And, uh, it's got some cocoa nibs. That are, are are golden cocoa nibs on the top. Gilded, gilded cocoa nibs. Gilded yeah. <laughs> cocoa nibs. Yes, I mean it looks very fancy. I I don't know. I mean I love a good mousse though, right? Like I would I would tear into a mousse. So, but again, I feel like my face. This is like one of those things too that like you know when you know if you like drink like a red like Gatorade, like you get like the 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 red stain on your face and it just never comes off. Like that's yeah, just too. <laughs> yeah it's the same thing, right? <laughs> You're right. That is very um, pigmented. I guess would be the word. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this would like you'd have red on your face for the week if you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, but... You're at Disney. No one. No yeah. one cares. Yeah, no yeah. one cares, right? Yeah. Everyone will know you had one earlier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, the next one though. This is yeah. this, you're speaking my language when you go to S'mores Cupcake, right? <laughs> um, so we got fudge filled chocolate cupcake, uh, and, topped with graham cracker buttercream, toasted marshmallows, and a mini chocolate bar over at Rosie's All American Cafe. This looks fantastic, and I want to eat a hundred of these, <laughs> I, even if it's not good. I just I love s'mores, and in a cupcake form, mm. yeah, yeah. That uh, honestly, it, it looks the most boring of everything. I all the pictures that I'm looking at on this on this list. It does look? I cool. don't care how it looks. I care how it tastes, Trevor. That's what I care about. Well, right, That's but true. but I'm I'm not going to get a chance to taste it. So um, I well, all you I have don't know. To it might still be there in May. You never know. <laughs> Are we going over to Hollywood Studios? Oh, no, we're not going to Hollywood Studios. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you, yeah. you, you really can't go to Hollywood Studios because the temptation for you to go on Rise no, of Resistance and I, Mickey and Minnie's would be too great. Yeah, I, I can't do any of that without my son. So, yeah, yeah that's just not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys do Mickey apples? Because I So I'm not a big caramel or candy apple fan. I always feel like I'm going to like wreck my teeth somehow. I just I'm not a big fan of them. But I guess if it cut it up, I just don't – I usually like my apple cut up. I'm usually not like a bite, especially with all this stuff on the outside. But this one has a uh, – cho- it's a chocolate-covered apple, dark chocolate, peanut butter crunch, a.k.a. Uh, Butterfinger, dipped in Granny Smith a- – uh, a-, a Granny Smith apple with marshmallow ears. Hmm. I would do that. And, and, and that looks funny good. enough, I, I was never a candy apple person, but my son wanted – to try them and i i've learned to like them <laughs> oh like really I, I would okay yeah i i never previously i like if i when it, when it was me and my wife going i was like nah i'm not doing that or i have no desire to do that but then you know my son 
um, he saw it and he's like, I want a candy apple. But of course he was the first time we went to, to Disney, he was like four. So there was no way he was eating a whole candy apple on his own. So, you know, dad steps in to, to get the leftovers. Right. And it, I, I found that, yeah, I, I actually like, I like them. It's not something that I would go for, but I'll definitely eat them. So yeah, I would with the, the, the butterfinger or the, what, what do they call it? The peanut butter crunch. Yeah. I would, it looks like would butterfinger to me. I'm just guessing. It does. Yeah. yeah, it does. That's yeah. It looks like. <laughs> totally. Even though I don't really think of butterfinger as peanut butter. I don't either. Yeah. Not at maybe, all. Maybe it's not butterfinger. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but it, it definitely looks like butterfinger. <laughs> It does, yeah. Yeah it, yeah, it looks like they took the inside of a Butterfinger and crumbled it. I have heard before, too, that if you ask them, they will cut up a, a one of those apples for you. Like, they'll oh. cut it up. But I don't know if that's true or not, because I've never asked. But I, I've See, heard that, that. Yeah, that that might be better. Because, yeah, just eating, like, eating it off the stick is never, or it's <laughs> messy. <laughs> you lose half yeah. the <laughs> toppings. Yeah, you lose yeah. half of it, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, because they there used to be, and I don't know if they still have this going on, but there was a Butterfinger cupcake at Hollywood Studios for a long time that I got one time that was amazing, but it was also like so big that it was like you couldn't you couldn't like literally get your mouth over it, but yeah. even if you did, it just like stuff fell everywhere. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no way to eat it in a clean manner. No, yeah, you need to sit down with a fork and knife. It sounds like yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. They, they need to do like a candy apple bowl, like where they, they give it to oh, you yes. in a cup and then you can just eat it. Yeah. You know what? I would, I would like it, Trevor, if they didn't do the topping piece until after they cut it up. Right. So like they yeah. cut it up, then they cover it with chocolate, then they cover it with uh, the Butterfinger. Then I get all my toppings. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like they're adhered to each piece and I'm, I feel like it'll be a little bit better. It's a good Sounds idea. Like we, we need to make a call to Disney, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, you know, they should listen to us. They, they need to listen yeah. to the show and then do the things that we say. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we got now, some cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So mint chocolate chip cheesecake. This is hitting a lot of checkboxes for me. I know not for you, Tom, but <laughs> I, li- I mean, I'll eat cheesecake occasionally, but yeah, go ahead. Read it out. Uh, yeah. So, uh, ABC commissary has a mint chocolate chip cheesecake. Uh, enjoy this chocolate cheesecake topped with dark chocolate ganache, whipped mint chocolate chip cream <laughs> or, and whipped chocolate milk cream. I've, a few things go together quite as well as mint and chocolate. And, and when you throw in the fact that it is cheesecake, it's a must try treat. Like, yeah, that's, I, I love that. I, I love mint chocolate in general. And then just put it on a cheesecake. Why not? <laughs> I agree with you. Well, that's that was my same feelings about the s'mores cupcake. It's like, yeah, just take a s'more, throw it into a cupcake. That sounds great. I, I would actually eat this because this hits a lot of box for, boxes for me too. I, I would definitely uh, try this out for sure. What about you, Jody? Um, not a mint fan, and to be on, and I'm not a chocolate fan, to be honest with you. Oh, now, okay. with oh. that being said, if it's chocolate peanut butter. Then I'm in. Then you're in. But, okay. Yeah. So, I, but the s'mores one and all that—that's not my thing. But, um, but so the candy apple is is or not candy apple. The the apple is um, that sounds good because I do like the peanut butter and the chocolate. But chocolate and mint together—that's a double no for me. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, well, maybe this is more down your alley. The at the at ABC commissary, the tropical tart. Which I is, did uh, see that. Yeah, mango passion fruit curd filled graham cracker tart 
topped with wild uh, yes. wild whipped raspberry, vanilla bean, panna cotta, toasted coconut, and dehydrated strawberry and passion fruit. That sounds pretty yummy, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I, I would do this too. I'm I'm also a big fan of all those fruits. Like it's yeah, yeah it, it sounds delicious. Yeah, <laughs> well, that and, one does. And, Cannoli purists, uh, cover your ears while we say this. Uh, <laughs> if Damon were here, he'd be like, that's not cannoli. Uh, yeah. But over at Pizza Rizzo, they're doing a strawberry cheesecake cannoli. Sounds pretty good to me. I would totally be in for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a purist about these things. I'm, I'll am I'll have any kind of filling in, in, a, in, a, in, a, uh, in a cannoli. I'm all about cannolis. Yeah, it looks, it looks good. Yeah. Now, do, do you think go the sprinkles were really necessary? Yes. <laughs> the sprinkles are always necessary, Trevor. Always necessary. Okay. Right. Like the glitter fair, fair of enough. food. Yeah. Except <laughs> yeah. Except it doesn't get on you forever and you can never get it off of you. You don't find it six weeks later on something. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Or if you're like me, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of parents of young uh girls out there that can commiserate with this. My daughter's clothing, half of it is filled with glitter and it ends up in the washing machine and then it ends up on everything else that's true just it's it's uh, a nightmare i i have two nieces and i I know what you mean but my exposure is a little more limited yes but (laughs) yes it we will get together with them and then for a couple of weeks after i will find glitter (laughs) yeah my clothes (laughs) the gift that keeps giving right exactly yeah well, this this next one or this last one, Jody, is probably up your alley. You were talking about chocolate and peanut butter, but this one's chocolate, peanut butter, and banana. This is a mm. banana fudge lunchbox tart at Woody's Lunchbox. Peanut butter, chocolate fudge pastry is coated with banana fondant, banana chips, and rainbow sprinkle, sprinkles. I, that sounds awesome to me. I'm all about that one. That Give mm-hmm. me that one. <laughs> nah, I'll let you have it. You can have that one, what? and I'll just stick with the creamsicle. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. That sounds so it's good right. to me. It's a very upscale pop tart. I will. Yeah, give that's that. exactly what it looks like—a pop tart. Yeah, that's what these are, though. They have these. <laughs> they always have these at Woody's lunchbox, and and that's what they are. They're 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 nicer pop tarts. They're handmade pop tarts. Yeah, I mean, but I'm still I still like that. I still I was, I still want those flavors. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. I just. I, I don't know for for everything else that we looked at. I feel like this would be be at the bottom of my list only because the other options are so good. All right, fair enough. It's fair at enough. the bottom of their list too. <laughs> it is at the bottom <laughs> of their list too. If you're if for folks could see what we're looking at, yeah, <laughs> it is the last. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and and wrap this whole thing up? And and uh, Jody, you know, thank you again for joining us. Um, yes, thank you. I'd love to come in and hanging out with you guys. Okay, so Trevor, you want to go ahead and wrap us up? Yeah. Um, so as usual, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, any questions you guys have, you know, we love hearing, uh, trip reports. You know, you guys share a lot of great stuff with us that way. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Facebook, make sure you find us as welcome home podcast and also have a look for our Facebook group, welcome home Disney waitlist. And, uh, if, if you want to join in on there and get in on the, the conversation, you'll also, be able to catch uh, some of the memes that come because of these episodes. Um, also, um, a great place to put in listener questions too. A lot of our listener questions actually come out of that group. So make sure you check that out if you haven't joined already. Do you, do you, you ever feel also- like some of the listeners are more creative than we are with this whole podcast thing? Because I, I swear, like some of the things they come up with with these memes are, <laughs> are really <laughs> like nothing the, I would ever think of. It, 
You know? it, it's it's the fact that um, they can see it from a different angle than us. That's probably so, what it is, yeah. right? Yeah, we're too close. Yeah, but to yeah, it. it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we don't always see it, and and yeah, it's great that our listeners uh, pick up on things, and and we'll make some fun uh, fun memes and whatnot about things that we talked about. Um, similarly, if you guys want to follow us on YouTube or Instagram, YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, those are great places to follow us as we've been talking about. Uh, we're going to be having uh, trips going back to the park again. Um, and uh, any th- anytime we're, we're in the parks and we're filming or posting stuff, you'll be able to f- catch it on those channels. And if you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and have a look at our merchandise. We got uh, mugs and t-shirts and uh, fanny packs if uh, if you like fanny packs and uh, As some stuff like do. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, or or if uh, you would rather support us through Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out the different uh, tiers we have in Patreon. Those also have exclusive merch tied to them that you can only get through Patreon and also gets you access to our discord server, which uh, is another place where we, uh, we talk with our fans and have a lot of great conversations. By the way, the new pins are coming very soon. Yes. So yeah, keep, keep an eye out for those. If, uh, if you're wanting to join Patreon and get the pins, um, that's, uh, that's definitely, uh, I'm excited to, to see those pins too, because I, I, I do like that. Logo. I'm getting them. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, it's Monday or, you know, if you're listening afterwards, uh, getting them this Tuesday, I will post a picture of the actual physical final product. Um, I will post that in both the, both the discord and, and on the Facebook group. So everybody can see what the new pins look like, but, uh, I'm pretty pumped to get them. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're hoping, uh, or we'll, we will have those at the meetup as well. So, yes. um, for, for people coming to the meetup, you'll have a chance to, to get, uh, get one of those pins too. Yep. Um, last but not least, uh, if you guys are listening on iTunes or Spotify, um, any of those services that let you leave a rating, uh, we would appreciate a five star rating, but, uh, you know, we also understand if you don't want to leave five stars, Tom definitely likes five stars. Well, we all do, but, yeah, um, we do. Yeah. The, the main reason though, is that, uh, you know, leave us a re- rating because uh, it actually helps more people find the podcast. So, uh, um, you know, we'd love to share this with more people and, uh, anything you can do to help us out would definitely be appreciated. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, before I go into my piece here, uh, Jody, just really quickly, where can people uh, reach you if they want to uh, touch base with you about buying or selling their DVC uh, contract? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Um, I mean, they could always call me at 407-325-7116 or Jody at DVCresalemarket.com. And that's J-O-D-I just for... Yes, yes. sorry. Yes, J-O-D-I. Yep. <laughs> just want to make sure everybody knows that so they don't Thank you in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. Thanks again, Jody. We really appreciate you being on. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. So don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app available out there. You can find us. Just search for, you know, Welcome Home, the look for the one that says Disney DVC. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or a Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Big thank you to our continual sponsors, uh, DVC Resale Market, and of course, World of Disney. Uh, for sponsoring this episode and continuing to support this podcast. We really appreciate it. Please check them out if you're looking to buy, sell, rent DVC. Check them out. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Scott.
Skipper Albert Awol, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.